0: Hey everyone, my name is Camden, here with Generation Z Podcast. Uh, Dave's still out of studio, but we wanted to be sure to record a Kraken episode to keep everyone up to date with world news. YouTube subscribers probably aren't familiar with me, but if you've chosen to sign up for the Patreon, and I really recommend that you do some mind-blowing stuff on there, you're probably more familiar with me. Now, as I'm recording this, it's May 17th, 2021, We'll probably be posting this in the morning, so let's jump right in. Earlier today, the White House announced a $735 million arms deal with Israel. That may not be surprising considering the conflict that they're in right now, but what is surprising is the date. Uh, Congress was notified about this on May 5th, five days prior to large scale warfare really breaking out in the area. Uh, coincidence? The State Department certainly thinks so. But what is certain about this is that no matter how vague statements from Joe Biden, Jen Psaki, Kamala Harris, the White House at large may be, it was never really in doubt which side of this conflict they fell on and who they supported. Of the $735 million, Most of it is joint direct attack munitions uh, made by the Boeing company. Now, Congress has 15 days from the time they were notified, May 5th, uh, to object to this. It doesn't look like they're going to. Uh, It pretty much has bipartisan support. Coincidence or not, who's to say? Um... But it definitely doesn't imply that any of it is stopping anytime soon. Up next, today, uh, Science Alert Daily and uh, Science Magazine came out with a story about alien isotopes found in the Pacific. Uh, so, you might be asking what that means at all they found two different sets of elements iron 60 and plutonium 244 now what's interesting about that is each of these elements half-lives or the rate at which they decay iron 60 being roughly 10 million years and plutonium 244 being about 80 million years Uh, but these two elements also seem to be from the same time period that they arrived on earth arrived in the ocean so now let me throw out some numbers at you try to try to circle this back in um the earth is 4.5 billion years old so the fact that these elements are still in their first state would indicate that they've not been around for more than well iron only have a half-life of 10 million years so about that if you take the entire Earth's timeline history, the dinosaurs went extinct around 65 million years ago. You saw the first bipedal beings about 5 to 7 million years ago, and the first hominids, the first version of Homo sapiens, about 2 million years ago. So, the speculation here is that this is really nailing down a time when humans, as we are today, started to develop and, and rise to the top of our Earth's food chain, which is interesting. Uh, it's speculated that this could have been from a neutron star or an even bigger cosmic event, but scientists really don't know what. We do know how, and and the how is that there's a pretty large impact sometime between 10 to 80 million years ago, leaning more toward that 10 million side. So what's interesting here is that this all kind of builds back in to, to where did humans come from? Uh, the way that our brains developed didn't really make sense for the time frame they did. M- genetic meddling, if you will, it it seems like this evidence is pointing toward that conclusion, uh, whether it was cosmic meddling or direct genetic meddling by some of these beings that we talk about on the channel. Uh, who's to say that? But it does certainly point to Something changing life on the earth, specifically. Also in the news last night, 60 Minutes, a primetime news outlet uh, from CBS, did a segment on the UAPs, Unidentified Aerial phenomena involved with the ATIP program that made headlines in 2017. It featured bits from... Lou Elizondo, Bill Whitaker... um, most of the things talked about and disclosed in this segment is things that most people viewing this channel would already be familiar with. Uh, My personal speculation would be that this is starting to normalize the idea to wider audiences because if you'll remember the COVID bill from earlier this year did stipulate that all intelligence agencies disclose anything they know about UFOs and UAPs uh, by June, and that is rapidly approaching. And so there has to be some start of a desensitization, desensitization, if you will, uh, to... This phenomena, this way of thinking, this this reality-breaking world dynamic that a lot of us are already used to. Next thing I'd like to discuss: uh, getting into the crypto world a little bit. Bitcoin, as probably most of you know, is still tanking. Uh, it is down to in the fifty ks, maybe forty-five k by now at the time of this recording. Um, largely attributed to Elon Musk comments about its environmental energy concerns now some of you might not n- understand that uh, how does a, a electronic cryptocurrency have you know climate change concerns the Three Gorges Dam one of the biggest mining operations for cryptocurrencies in the world in China um, uses a massive amount of power a massive amount of electricity, energy, to do that mining operation. That, that has an environmental impact that not everyone's considered. Uh, Elon Musk certainly didn't consider it when he decided to take Bitcoin into the fold at Tesla. Um, if you'll also remember, though, interesting connection here. Uh, only a couple weeks ago, Project Veritas uh, leaked footage With the CNN exec, they they disclosed things about how right now there were health concerns and that was what they were pushing. Next thing would be climate change. It's interesting in the timing of this that, that everything is starting to be concerned with climate change. But that's not all. As recently as April 22nd, 2021, so only a couple weeks ago really, the Bitcoin futures started to be overwhelmingly negative when they had been overwhelmingly positive for as long as six months. Uh, Very indicative that the only outcome could have been this dip we're seeing now. Uh, Now, I'm not a financial advisor. I'm certainly not telling anyone to buy Bitcoin. Uh, I know I'm not. But it is interesting that this almost was predicted. Uh, You could say the same way you know GameStop started to be shorted uh, by these hedge funds and people noticed Uh, not it doesn't seem that people noticed this Bitcoin negative futures China was also in the news today for landing a rover on Mars they are the second country to do so third if you count the Russian failed attempt but what's interesting here isn't that they did it it is their timeline of their space program. They put a man in orbit in 2003, and it only took them 17, 18 years to put a rover on Mars. Most of you are familiar with the Russia-United States space race, uh, people from both countries being put in orbit in late 1950s, 1961 for the United States. It took the United States until 2004 to land a rover on Mars. Almost half that time for China. So, honestly, the argument could be made that China is dominating the space programs of the world right now. They are almost eclipsing the United States, historically the most dominant space program in the world. They've just recently announced a joint moon base with Russia and China. They are really really pushing out there publicly, and that's what's interesting. We on this channel like to speculate how much the us is involved in secret space programs, but China is out there publicly pushing they are they 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 came out I think three years ago and talked about a moon base, not a moon. not a base on the moon, excuse me, uh, but an actual new satellite that would use mirrors to direct sunlight at the country of China to no longer need streetlights at night. Uh, Effectively, you know, having it daytime all the time. Um, Lots of speculation that sounds a lot like a death star from star wars to me um but they are pushing hard and pushing publicly and that's what's most interesting about these achievements by the chinese space program and speaking of russia this past friday a u.s army special forces green beret was indicted on charges of espionage Uh, Debbins spent as long as fifteen years divulging military secrets to the Russians, uh, paid regularly cash payments. This is this is huge. As early as nineteen nineties, the Russians had successfully infiltrated the highest reaches of the active-duty military members of the United States he started divulging secrets on a college trip to Russia uh, as an ROTC member at the University of Minnesota I mean this is huge Um, he was victimized by the GRU the Russian intelligence services and and said He's put himself in danger of retaliation at their hands for admitting his service to them. Uh, His defense lawyers claim he gave up nothing all that consequential, Uh, but this is a Green Beret. Uh, There's no telling what he could have known and implicitly could have told the Russians. It just brings up a broader point of... we really don't know how deep any other country's espionage goes against anyone it's safe to assume that everyone is in everyone's business we know china had solar winds hack we know the russians had solar winds hack we we know china was in microsoft and that's just like the last 3 years it's it's safe to say that nothing is secret um which begs the question why does there seem to be so many secrets uh, on a public level uh, why is there a mutual agreement between these uh, superpowers all around the world that seem to not like each other, uh, that also seem to keep all of each other's secrets from us, the public. Just an interesting point to make. I, I, I don't know what to make of it. Please let me know. Um, and Last but not least, uh, l- lots of people are talking about uh, Israel and Hamas right now, Right? But that's not all the fighting in the world that's going on. In Ethiopia right now, there is rampant, rampant actual conflict. There, there is hunger. There is horrible cases of rape. The Tigray in Ethiopia are going through a horrific trauma. And it is not getting covered. Only today did the World Health Organization director, Tidros Ghebreyesus, spoke at a news conference about the situation. Uh, but this conflict has been going on for as long as six months. That's the shocking part. Uh, as little coverage as we talk about Israel getting in the news, uh, this certainly has gotten less. Literally, this article says around 5 million people in the region are in need of humanitarian aid. That is a way larger scale than anything going on in Israel right now. It's tragic. There seems to be no real help from Europe. They've instead talked about how Uh, withholding aid is use of humanitarian aid as a weapon of war that just like the United States government they spend more time uh, debating how to do anything than trying to do anything at all it's a shame to see there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now a lot brewing It's been boiling for a long, long time, but it seems like to me, personally, right now, it's boiling over and starting to in a big way. I don't know where it goes from here. Um, It is a shame. It's tragic. Hopefully, this gets more coverage on the matter and people try to speak out about it. Well, guys... That's your news for May 17th, 2021. Sorry, I stumbled over my words probably more than I should. I'm certainly not uh, seasoned as Dave is at this, but I feel like we covered some really important topics and really got the word out about things that matter. Let me know what you guys think about any of it. And... Hopefully I'll see you again soon. See ya.